Welcome to your weekly moment of connection, where each week I give a little insight on how I think about different methods that I use, or even innovative takes on what I believe on human connection. And this week, I want to talk about the social dilemma. Now, The Social Dilemma is the title of a new documentary on Netflix that is getting a lot of attention because it talks about the impact of social media in our day-to-day lives. And because I talk about the leveraging of social media as the ultimate methodology to scale connections and scale impact... feel obliged to give my take on it because it seems to be something that's permeating the culture. Now, if you watch this documentary, it says a lot of stuff that's true. The social media interface is built in a way that makes you think that you're receiving a service for free when really you are being monetized as a product. There's an axiom that they say that is, if you're not paying for something, you are the product. And that is the future of how these platforms are developing. That's true. Because of that, their number one incentive is to keep you on them. It's to make it in a way that nudges you on a benevolent way to say it, or even manipulates you on a more malicious way to say it, to spend more time scrolling through that app. All these things are true. And it paints this picture of a world that is not built to handle this, to to withstand the idea that you're going to continually get served these things and manipulated to stay a certain way, and that's going to shift the way that we communicate and it allows us to become more radicalized and and it's and it's going to ruin society and i've experienced the effects of people that aren't aware that this is happening to them in a very negative way very close to me so i i very much believe that people should watch this documentary now i don't believe that we are doomed for social media and that the only answer is that you need to delete these apps off of your phone and never go on Facebook again, never go on Twitter again, try to limit at all costs, simply because the cat's out of the bag. The moment we take away one of these networks, another one will pop up. It is the formula for the most profitable companies in the world. And quite frankly, we have all grown to depend on these platforms, so they're not going to go away. So more useful, what I want to do here is tell you what you need to look out for and how you can use these tools to your advantage based on what the social dilemma says. Now, let's talk about the fact that these things are nudging us to look at more content, nudging us to stay on, manipulating us to stay on the platform. The way that they do that 
is by taking the things that you see and the things that you like and the things that you spend more time on and showing you more of it. So you really need to practice conscious clicking the same way you practice conscious eating. Understand that if you fill yourself a diet of bad stuff online, you're going to be served more of it. And that's on you. You have the power to not click on things that don't make you feel good. And after a while of only clicking on things that make you feel good, you're only gonna get served things that make you feel good. And second, is to get familiarized with the tools that allow you to get people's attention on here. At the end of the day, they're painting this thing as the most powerful tool ever created. And it is, it really is, which for me, it's more a reason to learn about it and learn how to use it to your benefit as opposed to running away from it. So I encourage you to get more and more familiar with these platforms because if it's so powerful that it can topple a government, you know, maybe you can use it to sell an extra house or find that mentor that you could never find before, somebody to help you in business or help you in life. Maybe you find it, use it to find a spouse, right? Whatever, whatever it is. If it's that powerful, you shouldn't ignore it. Two, the ideas that, the idea that you are being nudged in certain ways is not different to other businesses, right? Like one-to-one is, you know, television, right? Like television is, if you're watching a show, it ends on a cliffhanger to make you watch the next show, right? Like products are designed this way. Uh, a supermarket, for example, is designed in a way that is laid out so that the fruit and the stuff that you need every day, the eggs, the milk, they're in the back. So you have to walk through the whole supermarket so you're more likely to buy stuff, right? The idea that companies are trying to nudge us and manipulate us in ways that increase their profit, increase their returns, increase their revenue isn't a new thing. It really isn't. What's different here is that, as we said, you are the product here. And that creates this ethical dilemma but it also creates a big opportunity. And that opportunity is that if you're the product, if you are what's stocked inside that supermarket, you get to decide what is offered. And by that I mean that these are empty pipes that we with our own content or the content of somebody else that feels like filling it. It's completely democratic. And it's a very, very democratic merit based to the top of what gets consumed. The more people want to see it, the more it's going to be consumed. And the more that you click on, on, on certain things, the more they get shown and the more they get shown to you. So I see this as the physical manifestation of our human desires and demands. And if we're going to fill these pipes, and if we're going to ask for things to be in these pipes, let's do it for good. There's going to be people putting in nonsense in there so people can go in a rabbit hole, but guess what? You have the opportunity 
to fill it with positive material, with things that represent the best of you. So it's up to you to create something that allows people to go into the rabbit hole of the value you have to give them.